Hey everyone, Brian Thomas here from the former The Batman vs. James Bond show and the upcoming The Night Cave show. Do you like noir, black and white, gritty murder mysteries? Do you like crime stories or even pulp comics? Then you're going to love Nick Palatichuk's debut graphic novel entitled The Greenway. It's 1968, and Butch Schultz, a black market merchant, finds that his friend has been murdered in a mansion in St. Paul. Now he is out looking for who did it, while the city's best detectives are on the case. Nick's graphic novel is already getting rave reviews, let me tell you. Zero Supervision Comics Podcast says, a dark, intriguing story that makes you want to know more. The Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast says, it's explosive, captivating, and alluring. And actor Kyle Hester from The Chair, Zombie with a Shotgun, and Preacher Six says, can't wait for this book. You got to get on this. Order your copy today at Indie Planet, A New World of Comics. That's www.indieplanet.com. Hard copies and digital copies are available, and now digital copies are only $5. That's where I said it, just $5. So make sure you order yours today. I'm Kirsty. And I'm Ellie. And, and we're, we're the, the producers. producers. I love it. You guys did the sound bit and we're back, but we have to do dedication time. Mm-hmm. So if sure. what are we going to dedicate the episode to, Ellie? So we are going right. to dedicate this episode to all the female filmmakers in the Twin Cities. I love it. We love them. Yes, yeah. we love them. More power to them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we're here with Ellie Drews and Kirsty House. House. So I was going to ask you, um, you ever heard of the phrase occupotamus? No. Occupatus means your name fits your job. So I just had to tell my wife because I was like, Kirsty should be like, you, you should totally be in real estate. Oh, Kirsty house. <laughs> I'd be like, would you like to sell a house? Buy a house, not sell a house. From Kirsty yeah. house. Yeah. And then you should be like an illustrator, Ellie. Ellie or Drew. LED. Right. Like LED lights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she does lighting. <laughs> right. So it's a, one of those things I always look for. Like if there's a judge, mm-hmm. his name is Judge Rules. It's like, hey, <laughs> Occupotamus. Hey, I love that. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. I had never heard that before. Okay. So how do you how did you guys meet? Ooh. We met when we were seven. Yeah. Really? In, we were little, uh, it was called girls. Pioneer Girls. It was like a Girl Scout thing at our church. Um, right. And yeah, we met. We were just friends. And then we kind of went our own ways and then reconnected in college. Yeah. And did you guys, you didn't go to the same college. We, we did. Yeah, we, we reconnected did. in college. We both okay. went to Bethel University in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Not too far away. Yeah, no. we, we reconnected, and uh, I think um, I was. I had my major was something in like media communications and film, and I told her about it. She's like, "You can make movies." I was social yeah. work. And I thought I could do something medical, and I was like, I'm not good with blood. I was watching Grey's Anatomy at the time. I was like, no. And then she told me about that, and I was like, wait, you can actually do that? Like, you can do that for a living? Because I had, based off what I wanted to do, was always based off of shows and movies. And I'm like, why can't I just create one? You know? know, With the media stuff, you guys should be, be interested in doing your own podcasting. We actually kind of thought about it. We sure. thought about it. We didn't know who'd listen because we, yeah, we just kind of keep going. Our uh, moms would listen. Moms my mom sure. probably wouldn't. <laughs> she probably won't. I mean, we had a radio show in college, but it no one listened. It was called The Other... The Other Late Night Show. The Other Late Night Show. Was- so it was late at night when everybody studied. It was like yeah. nine... It was the only slot that was open. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. well, with the radio thing, I mean, you're comfortable with your own voice because a lot of people who've done never done podcasting, 
He's like, that's how I sound. But you, okay. since you've done radio, you're still kind of. Yeah. Well, and also like our major with communication. So we're yeah. good at communicating, mm-hmm. I guess. So we've had yeah. to talk a lot. For sure. So. And I did an internship with Cities 97 for a year. And so they forced me to like do like little bits here and there for my practice. Because I thought I was going to do radio for a while. Then I realized I was so much better behind the technology in front rather than front of the technology, which is right. the same for camera and film. Yeah, and I went to film school in LA for a semester, and um, I did an acting class out there, so I got better at sure. talking in front of people and like knowing what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wouldn't do it again because I'm <laughs> not great, but I mean, well, I, I kind of I learned how to like, I guess that. Kind well, of I did things. auditions yeah. too when I studied film school, mm-hmm. and you just you just want to know what's mm-hmm. the process all about. I just yeah, went in there and like it helps you make, be a better yeah. filmmaker it when does, you understand yeah. how the process is and how it yeah. feels. To be in a position, yeah, yeah, it's good to know all the roles so you know how to talk to them and you know how to yeah. communicate with them and what for you sure. want, ask for what you want and stuff. Yeah. So when you work in movies, are you part of, are you with the, uh, filming the auditions or you come second? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, so like. Um, we haven't auditioned our films. We usually know who we want in Yeah, our we films. usually kind of, because we've done so little of our films, we usually write stuff around the actors that we want. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then other than that, we've helped people with auditions or we've like sat in on auditions so or we've, um. I guess heard about like oh we're between these two people and like we'll give like, like feedback, feedback and stuff. Um, it's a really interesting process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. majority of them take more than one day, right? So you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so when did um, when the whole camera start? Because it seems like camera operating and stuff it came a little bit later in your guys's life. So how did that get it a little bit interesting? So we we both have like opposite skill sets i'm more okay. the creative organization one so on sets mm-hmm. i'm the producer assistant director i'll help direct yeah I'll, i'm art director a lot i love production design and stuff and she's the techie one yeah <laughs> so, so i'll usually do the camera operator like the right. cinematography lighting like lighting grip editing um so all the technical stuff yeah, um, yeah. and i'll give like feedback producing. on it like that doesn't look that great. looks bad <laughs> and then and then she'll fix it and be like yeah. no i like it i don't know what you changed but yeah. i like it now so you we, just, we're a good yeah. team balance we balance each other, each other and yeah. we know how to communicate with each other like we can give each other a look and we'll like know oh, oh. she doesn't like this or oh this needs mm-hmm. to be moved and right so a funny story the reason why we call ourselves the producers is actually because when we did film school we were the only um people really in the film program at um at bethel you were it yeah we were yeah. it <laughs> yeah our professor even says we're like what came from the program because yeah. other people it was like i think it was more fun for them or they were trying to do more right just fill, filling time yeah, yeah. For, but you guys wanted like this is not f- oh, more we, just fun we want to move on exactly. yeah, we, yeah. St- we stayed late and we like taught we, ourselves how to do yeah stuff. on her birthday it was like midnight and we taught ourselves interview lighting that's what and we did in the studio our equipment yeah. was like popping the lights were popping at us and, like it was because really they were really bad equipment and it was super old and but we're like we need to learn yeah. and no one's teaching us because well, that doesn't end up like how horror movies start. You're working late. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it so, made us better filmmakers, yeah, though. Because right. we, we had to teach, teach ourselves. Us, and yeah. we had to work with bad, not not great equipment, which helped us right. because so many people are like, oh, if you have the best equipment, you're going to be good at what you do. But now it's like we worked with some of the lower end equipment and we could do make good content. And now we have better us, equipment. And yeah. so now we're like, you know, make, make good content with both. 
And then our first short film we ever did, we were everything. We were, we were the cast, the crew, we did everything. I was so, the lead actress. Yep. And, and I then okay. Ellie was in the, yeah, and yeah. we didn't have much of a script because we weren't great at writing. Yeah. Um, so we were basically all the projects that we did, like, because in the producer really has their hands in everything. So we figure like sure. the producers, like that's kind of what we do. We do everything yeah. under, except we do not do sound. And we're not great at that. We will not do sound. Yep. Yeah. Please do not hire us for sound. That's all right. <laughs> I could take care of it on this end. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, that's us. Yeah. So uh, you have a unique thing. I don't know if you want to share or not, but you had your, you had a uh, taken. You got your the cameras taken. Oh, oh yeah. So we yes. um we so had, we're the media producers for the Tootsie yes, Film Fest. Yeah, we do all of the video yes. content. We go live from the red carpet. We get to interview have the interviews with celebrities and so the interview the red carpet stuff for Twin Cities Film Fest. Yep, all you of that. Us, it, all yeah. of the filmmaker interviews, mm-hmm. all of the B roll, all of the promos. That's all us. Pilot and we had and we both had two individual DSLR, DSLR cameras. cameras, and we had had like our interns because we get interns for the fest um, using them, and we'd use them for random stuff. Um, and we had them sitting on the desk in our office, and we came back the next day, and we're like, they are missing. It was horrifying because, right? It was right, in your office? I yeah, thought it we, was in your vehicle. No. no. And we There's, had our black magic sitting yeah, under the table. Our $6,000 camera. In a case. Yeah. Yeah. And they, but the thing is, is they didn't take the batteries. Or the SD cards. Or the cards, chargers. Or the it's other like, lenses. it was somebody that didn't know what was, they were doing, or they I don't know. They just wanted a camera. Right. Sounds like they just yeah. like... It looked like it was a grab and go. Yeah. But like our producer sign was knocked over and like the uh, external charger thing for our phone was gone. And so it was like... Weird. Uh, we, we don't know. But yeah, yeah um, Jayton, who's the executive director of Twin Cities Film Fest, he put together GoFundMe for us. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we didn't quite make our goal, but we made over $1,000, which... We were not expecting We were so anything, grateful for. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. that was our equipment we had bought. And I mean... It was our very first cameras. I know. We don't ever. make a ton of money. I'd saved up to buy that on Black Friday. So it was kind of like it was gone. So um, right. at least we um, we still haven't bought anything with it. It's just sitting in our bank account. We're waiting to kind so of figure out. So we want to do like out, a thank you video from everyone. Yeah, we want to do a thank you video it. to thank yeah. everyone. Um, but we kind of want to look at what lenses and cameras people are like selling that are used and try to find something. But yeah, yes. that was definitely a downer day in the fest because it was we like, trust everyone and love yeah. everyone in the fest. And it was like... I don't know. Just kind of disappointing yeah. to see that our office wasn't a safe place anymore. It was like the third to last day of the festival, and we were like, go, 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 go. And the last day of the festival is like the most important. We had interns that didn't have cameras to use. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. we literally took it with a grain of salt, kept going, and then freaked out after the festival. That's when the freak yeah, out Yeah, we kind of had to just go for it, yeah. All right, we got stuff to do, and then now now we'll deal with the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's happened to me. I mean, I had my yeah. truck gone through. It sucks. No, it's not it's fun. No. It sucks so much. Yeah. Well, especially when it's something, like, that you work so hard for, because it's like, maybe they thought we were, like, had a ton of money, and it was just like, oh, it's just a little camera, but it's like, we worked really hard for those, and yeah. we, like, we didn't have money just sitting in our account to be like, oh, mm-hmm. let's buy a new one. It was right? like, no, oh. we have to, we had to do it, have a GoFundMe, and we have to like um you know yeah earn more money to make back what we lost you know we can't just replace it exactly and uh one of those cameras was the very first we shot all of our very first like projects together on it so it was like also like a nostalgia thing too yeah so are you able to retrieve all the original material from college all your short films we have all that yeah we still have that okay yeah it was just it was just like the camera that we used right it's just equipment yeah so we have all the projects so sd cards were still there batteries so if anybody needs batteries for a t3i or a t6 canon we have we have so many (laughs) that are not in use (laughs) so do you ever like speaking of sound do you ever like shoot music videos 
Have you done that? I helped with a few. I just shot one, like a four-day one, really? like a month ago. It was for a, a local artist. But so it was like a live shot or just like a rehearsed script kind of video? Thing? It was rehearsed and it was like three different Overnight like time shoots. periods okay. too. So it was nuts. But it took like months and months to... So it wasn't like a like a live show. It was kind of like a scripted. No, I'm, there's some other. I've, I mean, I've shot other live stuff. Yeah. Like for the terrace and stuff like that. Just like stuff, small stuff. But no, we haven't done anything. But like we're that. we're hoping to do. Um, we actually for our latest short film, Cat, we have. Um, one of our good friends, uh, Joseph Hardio, he has a band, Circa 93, and they're kind of a new band in the Twin Cities, so we're hoping yeah. to do some video work for them. Because uh, yeah. his his music was highlighted in our film. Yeah, and so we're like, oh, you want right, to yeah. your, your, yeah. your film, or your song for free, we're like, hey, we'll like do some video work for you, and so mm -hmm. we're hoping to do that or just reach out to other local artists, because we love yeah. we love collaborating with local people. Right. Like, it's, I mean, that's it's what it's cool. all about. Yeah, it's cool it's when you get like the highest people up to do stuff but we love like supporting local artists yeah. and people that might not have a ton just so you know we can help them they can help us and great we'll, mutually put, beneficial. we'll put in the info your email contact yeah. if yeah, you want to let, let you guys know also john chuck in the class uh yes. was a part of our film too when yes. it comes to original music so john yeah. chuck in the class and circa 93 yeah and oh. yeah they're actually well known in the twin cities because they were on like yeah. one of go 96 three something and got to open a show so yeah. we were super excited we actually went to college with both those guys so <laughs> that's how we got the connections for the music so right. it was it was awesome so that film is currently in uh along showing with other like 70 other films for z fest yes this weekend. Is going on right yeah. Now. yeah yep so march 3rd at eight o'clock our film our first like well we've done some other stuff but we consider this like our first like film that's like producers like just us and like what we yeah. want to continue doing yeah that'll be premiering and we're so it's all female cast and crew except for one crew member Mm -hmm. So it was that intentional? Did you want to really do it that way? Yeah, well, we did, and it was like yeah. a it was a female story, and we we yeah. knew people that like were really good that were females, and we're like, if we can yeah. fire hire females, <laughs> we can fire them. We can fire them. <laughs> hire, <laughs> hire and fire them. Hire them fire. Yeah, really do a producer <laughs> job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, if we can hire females, why not yeah. do that? Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, we love like the men that we work with. They're really good at what they work do. With the majority yeah. men. Yeah, but well, it, know, it, it was like it was kind of. Oh no! But come on, there's a bunch of movies. Yeah, oh and it was nice. Yeah. To, it was an empowering story about a female, and so it was fun to have like empower females by bringing them on and yeah. being yeah. like, um, like our gaffer Madison Lutz. She it was her first film gaffing like lighting ever, which we didn't even realize, and it was kind of cool that it was like we got to empower her by like you're gonna light this film because we trust you and like yeah. we think you can make it look good, and it helps even with though the storytelling. Yeah, and... even though there's like a hundred other people that can do it, we want you and yeah. Um, like and our go-to sound person's yeah, a woman. Yeah, our so. go-to sound person, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not going to do it. <laughs> we cannot you, do Tiffany. sound. I don't know how many times we can say that. Yeah. Um, and even our, our cast was all females, and they were all actually from Twin oh, Cities Film so Fest. Funny. It was all, all the of our... TCFF hosts. So we had Rachel Weber, um, yeah. Shannon Paul. Both of them are hosts for Twin Cities Film Fest. And then Amanda, Amanda Day. Day. And then um, Anahita Champion, who's... Um, she does a lot of the PR and stuff for Twin Cities Film okay. Fest. So it was all... Females like from empowering Twin female fest. that we look up to. So yeah, nice. yeah. What was the name of the movie again? Cat with a okay. K. All right, and then it's, it's premiering at Z Fest. Uh huh. Yeah. And then where do you think you want to do with it afterwards? Film festival. We're gonna try to submit it. We're hoping it'll get to Best of Fest. We're fingers okay. crossed. Fingers but, crossed. Um, All right. Yeah, because then we could you know get awards and stuff. But, but after we, that, we're trying to submit it yeah. to Fest. The the goal of it was to just show people, like showcase what we're capable of because we've worked and our style. With, too. Yeah, yeah, because right. we've worked on so many different projects and people haven't seen anything that was really our style. So we're really just excited, even if we don't 
get anywhere with it. We just want people mm-hmm. to see what we're capable of. Because yeah. we've helped like on so many films, yeah. but it's like, what's our style? Because we've done dramas, we've done horrors. It's like Comedy, we've helped all comedies, that stuff. you know, yeah. music video. It's cool to like be like, this is us. And this is us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to know because you have a whole range spectrum uh-huh. of all the other movies sure. that uh, those are other people's interests and in that mm-hmm. you work yeah. with. And this is your personal, this is what, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. kind of like your signature. And we'd love like to do oh. more films like this. and Moody. And yeah, kind of moody and like darker. And, and, yeah. Just yeah. Like, a, like a psychedelic discolor. We, we love making people feel stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. We, and we like we messing with their head a little bit. Like yeah. our, our senior film that we did, um, Bound, where we were in the entire casting crew, it was like psychological and stuff. And we, we showed our classmates and stuff and it like ended and we're like, what do people think? And everyone's like, what did I just see? Like, I don't know what to think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we know like, everyone, yeah, because yeah, yeah, the, the end, like something really dark happens and then there's upbeat music because we want to kind of mess with them and be like, should I be happy right now? Should I be yeah. sad? Like, how do I feel? That's the best kind and, of movies when it's like, like in the movie yeah. Drive, like he's he's killing someone in the elevator, and there's oh, like the Ryan opera. Gosling run? Yeah, and yeah. there's like opera playing, and you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. We loved we love to do opposite moods, and like intentionally, yeah. we don't want people to be like, do they know that that's right. kind of a sad, dark thing? It's like no, we yeah. want it to be kind of. We're really intentional about color too, mm-hmm. like especially with the mood, we want people to feel like we're it's we. We dig into backstory, psychological. We really just we don't like spoon feeding people. Yeah, we want stuff, people to like. Right. You know, make their own opinion. Like uh, I remember for Bound, everyone's like, "So what happened?" And we're like, "What do you think happened?" What do you think? Yeah, right. And I think a lot of directors kind of get caught up and like, like they really want to make sure the audience gets it. <laughs> yeah, I mean Hitchcock did it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's, but eventually, you so know, give people use your hints own brain. and stuff. Yeah. And there's sometimes that it's like you have to really catch on. Um, you have to like this one line of dialogue gave it away. You need to like. You need to have heard that and stuff, and it's like little things, little bits of color, little yeah. props and stuff. But not too far fetched, where it's like, what did I just watch? Yeah. You know, because I mean? there's right. a thin yeah. line. Little grounded, not yeah. too. Like yes. David Lynch, right. and we're like, how did that just happen to me? I let that the film happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. did you guys write Cat together? Ellie I, actually wrote Cat. That was all oh, her, and okay. then um, she kind of brought it to me, and we had like. Well, before she wrote it, we kind of talked in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, she gave me the idea, and we kind of bounced back and forth. Yeah. And she wrote it, and we went through it, and we're like, dialogue is what's really dialogue hard Dialogue is hard, which we so, don't have a lot of dialogue. Yeah, it's very it's intentional I, dialogue. So I, don't, we, I don't mean to uh, but I did my comic book, and I wrote mine, but... I have to agree. Dialogue is hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. To know what people say. Like what people say. So we like talked a lot about that. Like what would you say in this scene? Like because, you know, there's nothing worse than seeing a movie and hearing somebody say something and be like, oh, it's my sister on the phone. Sorry. Ah, my sister. It's like, how can you show it's her sister without saying it's her sister? Yeah. 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 The beauty Um, of filmmaking. You know, making it more natural and not like. See, uh, my, my favorite dialogue. Uh, movies it's not so much Aaron Sorkin do I really mm-hmm. appreciate it it's outstanding yeah. but mm-hmm. like Elmer Leonard Ooh. movies like mm-hmm. at Shorty yeah. and stuff like that that yeah. seems I mean because he doesn't look for a catchphrase doesn't mm-hmm. look like for something mm-hmm. it just seems like it's not really written it just seems like how people really kind of interact yeah so sure. that's what we were trying yeah. to do and even yeah. like the first line of dialogue we hear um it's a girl kind of not looking the greatest going into her office and like this catty woman in the office <laughs> is like is like Wow, you look tired, and that's something we've both gotten like on days where we don't look the greatest, and we're like, that is something people Which is actually all the say. Time on set. Yeah, yeah. And so right, it's, it's like, a nice way of saying you look. look yeah. yeah, exactly. You feeling okay? Yeah, because originally we had written like, oh, you look bad, and it's like, 
<laughs> nobody says it. Yeah, nobody's right. gonna say you look bad. They're gonna be like, oh, you look, you look tired. You don't well, get enough sleep. It's, you know, it's especially hard for people like us behind the camera who don't write because it's like we don't actually like we talk to people, but like that, like crew members don't actually like talk to people. Like they do, but they don't. I don't mm-hmm. We're not like shut-ins, but like yeah, because like, you have a job to not, do, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's why I feel like actors write really well because they've experienced all these different dialogues and sure. all these different like yeah. different styles. And, and Cat is actually the first film we directed. So we co-directed it. She more directed camera, so she directed herself. And then I got to direct actors and stuff, and which was really fun because we hadn't done that before. But it because our last film didn't have dialogue. Yeah. So because we it's like Inten- intentionally intentionally because we're yeah. like oh I had like, one we line can't, yeah I had one line but yeah because we didn't. Well, if you don't do dialogue, then you have to do sound. Yeah, 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 exactly. There you go. We yeah. found we found a way out. Found a loophole. <laughs> so when you wrote Cat, were you thinking metaphor or are you just gonna So so I was watching I was on like a David Lynch like thing and I was watching all his movies and one of my favorite ones is Fight Club because that's everyone's favorite one and um I really David wanted to yeah. Or I'm sorry. David yeah, Fincher? did I say David Lynch? Yeah. I said David Lynch. Yeah, David sorry. Fincher. Yeah. Um we so can't edit that out, Ellie. We can't edit that out. Um, we can edit it out. Please we'll don't. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so are you watching Fight Club? Yeah, Fight Club. I love I love going back to that movie because when you watch it several times, you pick up on, you know, I don't want to spoil it for everyone. But no, there's there been out are, a while. There's a twist on it. Okay. There's, okay. A, there's trinkets. Yeah, there's like, there's little things that drop. Anyways, but like I loved the, you, you watch this movie and it can have two different endings. You know, it could have a normal ending where, right. you know, yeah. everything happens, but it doesn't. So we really wanted to well first of all Kirsten and I are really big advocates on like female empowerment in the Twin Cities because there's not a lot of female filmmakers and um I was like I really Kirsten and I have been talking about doing like a female cast like a really cool like just putting people that you wouldn't think to be in these positions to be in these positions like like Rachel Weber she's awesome but she would never be she's, I don't think she'd ever be in a role like that literally, we put her in yeah I right, think okay. I think she was even like surprised and stuff and we were like we wrote this <laughs> yeah. role for you and she had literally to, yeah um she has to do some fighting and so she actually yeah, met up no with, makeup yeah cuts. she met up with Lee um filling this and he like she practiced outside of shooting and we weren't planning on that but she like really wanted it to look like she knew what she was doing and not just like uh punching uh she (laughs) like wanted to look like she knew what she was doing and she does and it's incredible and she was very dedicated to that role and we're proud that that happened and yeah exactly um and then so piggybacking off of that like not putting um those people in those positions right i don't think i've ever seen anything like we've done in the twin cities before like a mm-hmm. female fight club kind of thing i feel like a lot of people do comedy in 20 in um, the twin cities and so we're like let's do something really dirty gritty something that makes people feel uncomfortable because like the plot of it is this girl who's um or this woman who has a boring day job who's has a really crappy boss who just like dumps on her every single day at work and then she goes to live in this underworld where she gets paid to lose that's the that's the thing she gets paid to lose because that's how she gets her money and she also has this day job so like there's a twist ending at the very end you have to look for but um we really wanted to not really make it's not like it's really up for interpretation but it's not really a happy ending well i do you you hitting all the I love it all the yeah you hit yeah. all my all the stuff I like about it yeah because like you know when right. you watch a movie and you're like I feel like that should have end differently or like why mm-hmm. does it have to end well like because because a lot of a lot of real life doesn't end very well and so we wanted to make something really realistic and but you know we not, that. Yeah. and we love making the titles have different meaning meanings One word so, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. it's cat yeah. 
Yeah, so it's cat, and like that's cat her name, but also like, like cat fight. Yeah, yeah. The cat with the K, because why not? Oh, why not? <laughs> yeah. Did you have a Did you have an ending in mind when you started, or you worked yeah. your way to it? Um, we well, we've all we're always for twist endings, but I was like, it'd be really sad. Well, I, I don't want to give it away. No, but but, um, but you had an ending in mind, or yes, you worked it, it out? Yeah, it was just it was so ending was in mind. We just had to make it right. make sense in between. Not make sense, but we had to like kind of string people along, but just enough where they wouldn't, it wouldn't be obvious. Yeah. Like there's one line of dialogue that someone says that when you watch it again, you're like, oh my gosh, like that's what I she means. I know what that means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, it's just one of those things where like we, we like to, the films that we want to do, we want to um, make it seem, we want to make people at the end of the movie be like, wow, I should watch that again because I'd like to understand the ending mm-hmm. of the movie yeah. or like, you know, feel for the whole thing. So yeah. Outlines? Do outlines? Do you like to do outlines when you write or no? Um, we kind of our outlines are more verbal. We talk <laughs> sure. back and forth about them. Like this should happen. Oh, this would be cool if this were to happen. And like, oh, can we lead this to here? And so we kind of. I feel like we always start with the end. We're like, we really want to film the ends like so this. So how do we, how do <laughs> we get to this point? Yeah, that's yeah. actually how it always right. ends. Yeah, right. always... and so yeah, so we'll talk about it, and then one of us <laughs> will write it, or we'll have somebody we, else write it. It's very unconventional, and then, <laughs> and then it happens. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it works for us, and it's, it's a good collaboration for us. I think it makes it a little easier yeah. for us to both get our what we want out of it. Because yeah. she thinks of it as like a producing, directing, and creative side, and I think it as like I want to. What colors do I, do I want? Like, what do we need to do for camera? So like we come at it from different ways. So, right. Yeah. Because yeah. So I'll be like, can we get that location? Like realistically, how can we make this location work? And I love <laughs> I love doing art direction and stuff. So we're like, what props are we gonna need? Like what colors are we going to want to see outside of lighting? Like what colors are we going to want to see and how are we going to want people to look and stuff? And so I think us both having very different, coming from different points, it makes it better because once we get to production, we both, you know, took care of all those things. So it's not like, oh, we never thought about this. Yeah. We already have that stuff all dealt with. Yeah. And unfortunately, because we live like in a not so big volume for film, we kind of have to write stuff around the locations, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, sure, you got to make adjustments. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And that, you know, we write the story, but like just so much where when we find a location, we can finally like flesh it out. So that's not uncommon. So, yeah. All right. We got to take a little break. Can you believe it? All right. Yeah. We're going to take a little break and we'll come back more and talk with you guys. It all starts with Frankenstein. Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein, which uses the Promethean myth, which her husband Percy Bysshe Shelley wrote about. And they were both friends with Lord Byron, who kept a bear at Cambridge. It was the key shaper of the Romantic movement, which Oscar Wilde would be at the tail end of when he wrote Dorian Gray. He was influenced by a yellow book, which inspired the publication of a magazine called The Yellow Book, which specialised in lustful and violent tales, in which John Buchan was published, according to Betjeman, who wrote about Wilde's arrest. And Buchan wrote The 39 Steps, which later became a Hitchcock film, before he made Psycho, which was based on a dean who made corpses into ornaments, unlike Victor Frankenstein, who made a man by grave digging and stitching corpses together. You done? Not even slightly. The Frankenpod, it's a podcast stitched together from the corpses of mystery, noir, gothic literature and cinema. Subscribe to us on your podcast app. We're back. Do you guys still watch movies? Oh yes. You, you, yes. you kind of Not spit as in much your sketch at theaters, though. I feel no. like at least me. Yeah. I feel like I. It's more Netflix or renting them because I feel like I don't have as much time anymore. Yeah. Right. Time. So, um, would 
do you guys go to the movies together? You watch them together or no? We actually don't go to we movies because we usually not a ton. Like I mean, yeah. we, we go to some during right. Twin Cities Film Fest because we mm. get to go for free since we work there. Like if we have downtime, yeah. we will. But other than that, it's like it's sometimes hard to find the time. So we're like, when it comes out, we'll we'll watch yeah. it together. We'll have yeah. a girls' night and watch it. I think so do you like text each other? Hey, you got to see this one or no? yes, we'll send, oh, we'll yeah. send each other or we'll, we'll tag each other in trailers and be like, yeah. we're seeing we're this. Seeing this. Yeah. And we we both know. I think like even though we're like, oh, it's coming out soon. We're like yeah we'll see it once it comes out on dvd Um, (laughs) once it's on netflix the movies that i for sure have to see in theaters are all like the mc universe stuff or like the dc comic i have to see that in like and my boyfriend's the same way but like i feel like if i watch that for like if i would have saw the avengers on a tiny screen to be just not the impact no i feel like it depends on what movie because i did see dunkirk in like imax so then, like, because yeah, yeah. it was meant to be on a big screen, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna watch it on our tiny TV. So. That's a heck of experience, right? Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So definitely, when it's movies that I hear that it's like you need to see this on a big screen, then I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that I, brings, I guess I'll that go brings up an interesting question because Nolan modified. He wanted to work IMAX mm-hmm. films, and then when the, mm-hmm. he did The Dark Knight, it was a clunky. Yeah thing yeah. and now they're able to compact it where they can squeeze it into a cockpit of a plane yeah and make dunkirk so <laughs> i'm sure you guys are want to work someday in like imax film oh, yeah that'd be amazing that, that'd we're be like cool. shooting something in scope but we dream <laughs> we dream we dream <laughs> but it's it, that was i mean it's, it's just the advances of filming mm-hmm. yeah, because 10 10 years ago it was a clunky thing that you know mm-hmm. it had a it weighed 80 pounds now it's just so compact you could just hold it in your hand i so that was my very first job was working at movie theater and I used to like haul cases of film upstairs like up two floors of stairs like cases like aluminum cases full of film and then uh, I was working there when everything turned digital like in 2012 or something like that when movie theaters really yeah. started doing so now digital. primary it's all digital what was that primary all of them now are just digital oh yeah, yeah well, have... there's some theaters where they do like have, like i saw yeah. superman on 35 millimeter at the park but that's more theater. for the effect of it right sure. Film yeah green which and it, it's not just the, it's like you see like a ton of like burn spots you see like fingerprints you see like where they like cut it's <laughs> that's like cool nuts. though the it, it, it kind of makes it a different experience see now i know what the other aspect why you like fight club because you worked the movie theater oh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. It all comes together. You're figuring me out. I don't like it. <laughs> You've been figured out. Other years. <laughs> yeah. So, is there a certain movies that you guys you guys usually have similar tastes, or is one that you really like and you like the other one kind of? She likes Arnold Schwarzenegger a I lot. Do. I she like always brings them up, or she'll I'm like, like old reference 80s older classics. Yeah, films. she'll reference sure. them, and like, she's like, "Have Raging you seen Bowl this?" She's like, "Oh, you've obviously not seen this." I'm like, "Yeah, don't even ask me anymore." <laughs> I do reference a lot from like Terminator and stuff like that, yeah. like because my my siblings are older, so I grew up with a lot of like the old action heroes, like Sylvester Stallone and stuff like that. And yeah, and you just rent them crazy. What was yeah, that? You just rent them and watch them. Oh, I the... own all Arnold's. Oh, you own them? Forget yeah. it all. Yeah. Yeah, and all Selfish Wait, Stallone you own and... Pumping Iron? Yes. <laughs> I have his document. Yes. <laughs> that's so, like one of my favorite documentaries. them all the time, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay Still because don't know she's. What you're saying, but, she... but yeah, that's, you know. Yeah. But it's okay because she knows. She what thinks she's it's saying. charming. It is kind <laughs> of okay, funny. I, you're like the first person I know that's, if it's Arnold, I'm going. You're like one of the few people that. My favorite movie is Commando. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's like the epitome, right? Other than what was he, the Russian guy? Oh, Dolph Ludgren. Are you talking about? No, Wait, no, the one where Russian? Arnold was the Russian guy with John Belushi. That's kind of very Arnold. Oh, 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 oh. It's like Red something. Not Red, Red Octo. No, I can't remember. Red, Red Heat. Red Heat. Red that, heat. Is, that is a very much an ultra. Mm-hmm. See, we yeah. are very different. My favorite movie is Gone Girl. 
You see, I'm really? like an old man yes. when it comes to I, yeah, I love it because I love the coloring. I love the plot. I love the story. I like the twists. I like the feel of it. I love the acting, like all of that. And then, yeah. I'm right, because the beginning of the movie, it starts with Ben in the bar. Yeah. And it's very dark, mm-hmm. kind of like. That's yeah. beautiful Yeah, yeah. we love like the cinematography and I love the coloring and I just love the feel of it and I love the script and that there's big twists that like, well, at least I, I hadn't read the book or anything so I didn't see it coming and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to make something like this. This is I incredible. I think people working like with lens, like with camera would have loved that movie because oh, it's, it's so showing beautiful. how visually dark it gets lighter mm-hmm. and slowly lighter mm-hmm. and then it gets, and the more color scene. starts popping mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's... It goes yeah. with the story for sure. Yeah. And I, I love color and stuff. Like that's one of a big thing. Yeah. It needs to help tell the story. Like, if we add something to a scene, I'm always like, well, what color and why? Because we don't want to just be like, we're going to add bright orange just it. because. It's like, no, there needs to be psycho- like the psychology of like, yeah. why do, what, what's For that sure. making me feel? What's it telling in the story? And so, yeah. I love that. I love it. So when you, when you um, especially do you have assigned like certain emotions to colors or because there's um, like there's a template for yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like I said, I went to film school in L.A. and I did um, production design. That was what my class was, the one that I chose. Um, and we had like a book about the psychology of color. And I think my book was even called If There's Purple, Someone's Gonna Die. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which I actually told Jack, I told Jack Baranek about that with Max yeah. Bishop. And there was like purple. And he's like, that's so cool. And I was telling him about <laughs> other colors. And he was like, he was blown away, which I thought was <laughs> awesome. Cause yeah, um, you can like just look it up on Google and like different colors will help tell different stories. And sometimes it depends right. on like the setting. Maybe mm-hmm. a color will tell a different story, but um, I'm super yeah. big on color and like, well, they did it. Um, I don't know if you remember the the movie, The Last Emperor, mm-hmm. uh, with about the little boy in China yeah. and how China has different views of colors and green is Absolutely. education and yeah. how his teacher, every mm-hmm. time he sees his teacher green, he was dominated in color. Yeah, green oh, and really? All I haven't seen that. Oh, that's Yeah, so color was yeah. a big deal for The Last Emperor. Or like how green can sometimes represent life or it can represent greed. Yeah, like, like that. Like yeah, it's like, like very opposites too. Yeah, so, so it kind of yeah, depends on like the feel or the context of the color, but all of them have meanings and stuff and it's just interesting to kind of dive into that. and um, Like Edward Wright, or, no, Edgar Wright. Edgar yeah, Wright does a yeah. lot of stuff on color and like doing the psychoanalysis on like Baby Driver and like mm-hmm. who, who was wearing what is just like Mm-hmm. Or even, so, like, yeah. couples in movies, they'll be wearing opposite colors, and then they'll start wearing, like, colors that go together. Like, you'll notice that. Like, I just, you pick up on stuff once you start looking yeah. at You notice it you in co- it. the comic yeah. book world. It has to bounce Ooh, yeah. out. Yeah, for sure. You know, because Batman's villains have to you be need colorful. You to have a villain, yeah. They have to be colorful. <laughs> yeah. There's no way either, yeah. Because if somebody was wearing a black, like, all black and a black cape and came up to him and be like, that You're cheap. Batman yeah. 2.0? I yeah. don't know. Like, no, I did it first. Get away. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's, it's almost like a balance you have to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I yeah, yeah. So you guys worked on Matt's Bishop. We had Chris here. Yeah, We've we had did. Jack here. Yeah. Yes. And you want to tell everybody, what, what were you, what were you uh, on? So I was the art director. So I, okay. it was so much fun. I got to read through the script and I got to meet with Jack and kind of talk about like, what props we wanted, what colors we wanted to tell the story. Yeah. Like I, in our meetings, I definitely was like, what colors do we want to help tell the story? We need this and that and stuff. And so I got, it was fun. I get a credit card and I just got to go shopping for all the stuff I wanted <laughs> like to fit. And I got to like uh, scout out thrift stores and try yeah. to find stuff and even just like clothing and stuff. And um, we got to film at a school down in New Ulm. And it was fun because 
I felt really bad because of the elementary school. All their artworks on the walls. I had to tear all of it down. I took okay. pictures, so I put it back oh, up. Oh, good. I was just going to add. It looked beautiful. <laughs> but it was one of those things that I'm yeah. like, you know, you see teachers walking by. I'm like, your students did a great job. I'm just going to take these down and <laughs> shove them around the corner because we wanted to be very blank and very bland and um, not a ton of color and stuff. And well, it's like the minus of subtraction. You want to emphasize the exactly. colors you want in the yeah. film. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we wanted it to, he loved doing wide shots. So like with the wide shot, when he was down the hall, we wanted Max Bishop. So Chris um, standing there and is all black and stuff. We didn't want like all the colorful stuff on the walls and stuff because that took away from like what the film's about and what yeah. we're trying to see visually. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then Ellie, you were on there too, right? Yep. I was an assistant camera to Billy Straub, which... Um, I learned a lot from him because uh, Jack probably told you. So he's a DP for Max. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, and so I just changed lens, lenses and stuff. And then one day Billy couldn't be there, so I actually got to shoot a whole day. That was That's for what Chris was telling the me. principal's office scene, I believe. Yeah, so I got to shoot on a feature, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But um, but Billy was uh, Billy's usually someone that we work with as like a gaffer. So it was, it was really cool. So fun working yeah. with him as a DP. It yeah. was it yeah. was really cool because I usually work with like. I've worked with, like, Ben Enke and, like, other people, but, like, yeah. I've worked with Billy, who's a gaffer, so I got to see um, how a gaffer would frame stuff up. So it was really cool. Is I learned a lot from him. Because he was thinking well, as, I, like, the, yeah. through the lighting and the gaffing, not just... You might, might, might have to explain a lot of people who don't know what a gaffer does. Oh, so a gaffer lighting. is the person who adds light for camera, for the scene and everything. So gaffer, yeah. Lighting. Is the lighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. Does so, the lighting. So, so yeah, yeah, natural lighting, adding lights, blocking out light, right. making sure there's not shadows on people or glares. Yeah. You yeah, just, you gotta, you can't add to it. You gotta subtract. Yeah. It, right? And even yeah. just like <laughs> making sure like that there's not too many things plugged in and gonna, you know, <laughs> well, that's more Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of, you have to do all of that stuff. So. Yeah. But I've, yeah. So, he's been a, quite a mentor for me. So. And then after Max, what you guys do? There was a, something in between Cat right. and. Yeah, so I, we did Dark Cloud, so I was production manager, and yes. I did all social media for Dark Cloud, which was another feature, um, so I was on set for that every day in August, we had Alexis Gabrielle, who's a star on yeah. YouTube. Um, yeah, previous, I think uh, we had a previous, Nicole was that? Yep, Nicole yeah. Faye, she did all the makeup, she was wonderful and stuff, yeah. so we got to, um, yeah, so I was there every day in August, and she was there when she could be, she has other work going on too, but she... Helped with camera and lighting, and she yeah. took some behind-the-scenes photos yeah, and stuff. first time. And then right after that was um, this uh, feature film called Only Dance Can Save Us. Which yes. was, yeah, John, John Kaiser wrote um, it. Yeah, J. 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 Kaiser. Yep, so he wrote and directed it, um, and he actually, I can't remember the name of it, but he got a grant for it because of the script. The Heisman? Um, oh, no, that's a football thing. No, it was not that. No, I know. That's <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't remember, but he, um, he got a grant for it, which is yeah. really cool. That is nice, yeah. Um, you know, because then he was able to, you know, pay people and stuff and get a crew he wanted, get locations he wanted and stuff. And so I was just assistant, I was assistant director and producer for that. So that was a lot of fun to watch. And how, well, how many, how many radios they had on your way? We None. actually didn't have any because no. we were all in the same no. space. Um, nice. We filmed at um, Studio, Apparatus, Studio Apparatus. And so it was like in kind Saint, of. St. Paul. Yeah. And okay. so it was like a beautiful location and we had like a little kitchen area. So we had crafty and stuff and makeup was right outside. And then we filmed a lot of it because it was a dance film. So we filmed most of it just in one location. So if you needed somebody to steal their name and 
What did there I, they were. What did I do? You on that were apartment? assistant camera. I think you were assistant oh, camera. Oh yeah. You had first cam then, up and second cam up, and you were. AC. Yes, I did. But film. you also got to film. I did. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't. I couldn't remember how to speak. <laughs> it's been so I long ago. I remember for her. <laughs> it's so long ago. I can yeah. give you her whole history of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's gonna type up whose resume? I think you. Can. Oh, I'll do it. I'm the organization. Organization <laughs> is my thing. <laughs> yeah. So, what well, movies and like stuff like that? Um, can you kind of explain what was your primary? How did you get started with movies? How did you guys know that that was gonna that was what you wanted to Star do? Star Wars. Was it really Star Wars? The first time my parents ever sat me down and I listened to the and my arm hairs went ching. That was awesome. And can I was you do like, I want to make. <laughs> Which part? Ching. Uh, I just wanted I just wanted to feel that way every single time I want I watched a film. I love the feeling coming out of the movie theater, and I'm like, I want to make people feel that way. I don't know how. Right. But I'll figure it out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then for me, like I said, when she was telling me about her major, I was like, you can do that because I realized my whole entire life, all the things that I'd ever wanted to do for a living was based off of like, oh, it was really <laughs> cool. Anatomy, like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Like Meredith Grey, it was so cool when she did this. I can be a doctor. And I was in biology class. So I was like, I don't understand any of this. So everything that I had wanted to do, I realized all of it had led back to shows and movies and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I realized that I'm like, that's actually what I wanted to do is that's why I was attached to like, oh, being a doctor. It's because I liked the show. I liked the story. I liked the storytelling yeah. and stuff. And so um, I realized I'm like, why don't I just be in whatever world I want to be in and be on, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, that way instead. And it's been awesome ever since. Spoiler alert. Doctor life is not like Grey's Anatomy. I don't think so. Let right. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Biology one was way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're when you're not like researching or looking with some other is there like certain genres you really do prefer? I and mean, obviously you mentioned Star Wars. Do you really um, like sci fi or I'm a big like like sci fi Arnold and, and action. Yeah, like all the if eighties classic yeah. action sci fi movies could be a category, that's what I yeah. And I love I'll never shoot I one, love though. psychological thrillers. That's my favorite. I love to like watch a movie that keeps me mm. guessing. And for like like we were talking about where you have to watch again and pick up on little things. Like can that's I, uh, always been my favorite. Can I recommend one that came out this year yes. for you? It's called The Standoff at Sparrow Creek. Ooh. Ooh. I like um, it. Already. It's about a militia and the lead militia finds out that um, there was a shootout at a cop's funeral on the C B oh. radio. They go back to the hideout, they realize that one of our eight did it and they Ooh. better figure it out before the cops come and get them oh my gosh that sounds so cool it's it's really good. Good. So it has I, a I little bit them. of like you know this yeah. slip if you have to pay attention and it gives a little the yeah. standoff at sparrow creek the guy spent 10 years working on it he did wow. storyboards and all that stuff and it pays off that's so cool yeah i love i love like movies like that where you kind of have to try to figure it out or yeah. um that keeps you guessing or makes you not sure how you're feeling about it or you realize, oh, it was a dream. They just woke up. Or like something where it was like, <laughs> I got to figure this out. Yeah. There was yeah. a really good movie I saw with Natalie Portman called Annihilation. It was sci-fi, mm -hmm. it was drama, and there's a twist ending. And that changed my, it was so beautiful, the cinematography, like everything was amazing. And that was like. I know we had Jay come in here and he loved it. Oh, he yeah. absolutely loved He's it. He's actually the one that recommended it to me. He but, did? Yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah. He loves recommending <laughs> films to us. Yeah. We love it. Little nerd. <laughs> Little nerd. <laughs> Lovingly. So is there, do you have a, like a, you could just watch anything? You just love anything? You could watch a musical? I'm know. not that big on comedies. I feel really? Like because, I feel like comedies, yeah. it depends. Because I feel like there's a lot of like the raunchy humor ones that it's like. There's a lot of raunchy comedies There's not there. like a story to it. It's more like, oh, let's make a lot of jokes 
inappropriate jokes and hope people laugh at it. Like, I feel like comedy, it has to be like... So more than more good comedies are good. Like, like oh, dramas. we love the office comedy. If oh, everything yeah, could just be the office, <laughs> if, everything, if life that'd could be, be the office, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, everything love, awkward. Yeah. yeah, like we love that. I mean, I personally, I love that kind of humor. Yeah. I yeah. don't like raunchy humor movies. I just feel like those. It's kind of like they're just trying do, to do you sell guys, them. I have one. Do you have a favorite cliche you always like to see? Uh, the horror. Oh, oh, uh, horror films. Uh, yeah. any like the shark attack ones? People go for spring break. Oh, I, I love, I love that cliche. <laughs> so, like yeah. when it's spring so break and there's sharks, you know, they, or yeah. you just yeah. know. Yeah. The and then right. mine. Or Actually, they go camping and it's like oh, this broken yeah. down. Yep. This yes. is where we're gonna stay. Let's it's like explore. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> ruin me right with Alex Gallic from yeah. Twin Film Fest. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> Name drop. Um, you got a favorite cliche? Gotta do it. Um, I we love. We actually just watched one the other night. I love just like cheesy romance ones, like Nicholas Sparks. We just watched. We watched Safe Haven the other night, and we're like, sometimes you just need like the cheesy movie that it's like you know what's gonna happen, but it was like romance. (laughs) When I watch it with my wife, and it's like. When they're gonna fit the airport in there? You gotta get. The, you gotta run an <laughs> yeah. airport. She has to pretend like she's leaving, and then he has to run after her. Run after uh, the, yeah, I we were, lo- they gotta run at the airport. We yeah. were watching. Yeah, we were watching Safe Haven, and my boyfriend came in, and it was the end, and it was it was darker, and like you yeah. know, and he's like, "Uh, isn't this a romance? Why is there no kissing?" I'm like, "Cause that's not all it is. It's, There's it's, more to it. Yeah. Like somebody's getting killed, and it's." My yeah, favorite cliche of all time. Yeah, they yours. still use it. I've watched a, a movie, a, re, a new one called Buffalo Boys, and they use it where the guy is on top of the other guy, strangle him, uh-huh. and out of, just out of the guy's on the ground reach, he finds a rock. Oh, classic! I That's love okay. it. Yes. They, they'll never get rid of it. It's been used and used and used, and they'll still yeah. use it. I just love it. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a cat. <laughs> Man. So when you I don't I'll bring it when you were doing writing were you intentionally avoiding cliches or you kind of eh, we might put one in when or? it's like when you write something you're like oh that's a cliche it's like when you we want when to you, be purposeful almost. yeah yeah like there is there's a line can we say it the corner one the, oh oh you can the, edit it out if you don't somebody want somebody says you want me in your corner and it's like that's somebody a says that fighting that kind reference of, yeah it's a fighting reference and, and you're like, like oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, should I be paying attention right. to this? And you should, because like the person who says it ends up being like someone that's really important. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So it's like one of those things yeah. where it's like it's just we kind of like adding them subtly, like where it's right. like yeah. where it's, it's like you don't not. quite realize it's a cliche until later. Like it's not, it's not the running to the airport or anything, but it might be something where it's like, <laughs> or like, Ooh. or like we um like Quentin Tarantino, like he makes cliches, but he makes them really obvious that he's doing it. You know, yeah. um. But, you know, if you're not doing it, it's funny when people do it intentionally and they're like, ha, we're doing this intentionally. See, I have a running cliche of, because I like the airport thing, the run to the airport, (laughs) and then he realizes she took the train. Oh! I love that. That is the way we would use a cliche. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, sorry. Or it's not like, oh, they're going to run up the stairs instead of the door. (laughs) I know. It's so funny when you watch a horror movie and you're like, now they're going to do this. Mm -hmm. Now this. How do you know? Well... Right, they always jump or, out the second window, second floor. Yeah, they or never it's like, go, yeah. they hear a noise. Oh, let's go f- let's figure go out what it is. Let's go find it. Yeah. yeah. The lights don't work. Go down there and fix it. Right. No, right. <laughs> do that. <laughs> so I, I'm sure like you'd still like to watch all kinds of movies, and mm-hmm. you still kind of give appreciated stuff. And so is there something like a movie that you always kind of want to do, even though you prefer sci-fi? There's something like in the back of your mind that I just kind of want 
want to do it? Because he did like the dance yeah. movies and uh, Max um, Bishop and stuff. If we, it would probably be Jay who would write it. I would love for someone to do like a comic based one, like Kill Bill, like something that's really punchy. Yeah. They use different types of like. Um, well, that's color too. Yeah, color. And then they <laughs> yeah. add like animation and like comic. Like someone, yeah. that'd be really cool to do like kind of like action, like kind of Western kind of style, like Japanese sword fighting. Like that'd be cool. Yeah, that would that'd be. That'd be so cool. That's just me. What do you think? What do you think, Kirsten? I I don't even know. I just know I would love to eventually do a yeah. feature with the two of us. Oh, we yeah. talked yeah. about it, but they're like, there's no way we can financially do that. Because especially being on our first feature with Max Bishop. So we hadn't been on one before. And now we've been on three. Three, yeah, yeah. Three. And then I helped with another one. And now I have another one coming up. But it was like, now that we've been on them, we're like, there's no way we're going to just make this work. And so I would love eventually to do a feature. I don't know yeah. what exactly yeah. it'd be about. Well, if you get to do fun. one, would you come back? Yes. Of course, the first podcast will be on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Ellie and Kirsty. Kirsty. Oh. Like Keurig, because she likes copy. Here, like an ear. You got to have big ears, Kirsty. I'm a kid, and I call her Hallie the entire year. And finally, <laughs> this week, she goes, My name's Callie. Oh, and it's no. like because you've been so nice to me, I didn't want to break your heart. I was oh, like, but that's your name. That's that is true. your name. Yeah. That's the first thing you gotta, you know. That's yeah, your name. Yeah. yeah. And my wife's name is, you know, it's Andy, but people think it's Andrea. You know, or, you know oh. it's, it's her name. Get yeah. it. Well, yeah. my name's Kirsten, but I go by Kirsty, so people are just. They don't know. It's I am okay. so sorry. I it went through the whole thing. So okay. <laughs> it is so okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. I get it from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a thing on the podcast. It's not over till the guests say it's over. It's never over. It's never over. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. It's, it's over. over. Oh, you guys did it perfect.